Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa fans, how does it feel to be 10th in the league? How does it feel to have three wins out of four? And how does it feel to have a home win, a 2-1 win against Leicester after some um, colloquial refereeing, I think is a nice way of saying it, uh, questionable refereeing. And and I wasn't happy with Michael Oliver, and I'm not going to hide it. And uh, it's it's definitely one. It's a pity Paddy isn't here, because I'm sure Paddy is probably... Uh, He's probably after blowing four or five head gaskets, I think, at some of the decisions made. But look, it is what it is, and we came out of it with a 2-1 win. And that's definitely a game that I think in the past we would have drawn 2-2, or <laughs> I'm, I'm loath to say it, but maybe even worse. Um, but a 2-1 win, fantastic to see. Who had Ezri Kanza scoring a brace? Anybody? Anybody? No? Anyone there in the comments? Have they went back it? I'd say you'd have your house and your kids college funds paid for if you did but uh Ezri Kanza gets a brace first one um yeah he did get that touch to it after the Emmy Bundy uh, header um like what you know just come here like like call the spade a spade here for a moment Lester like like I know he's only five foot nothing but like you can't leave somebody free that in that much space on the edge of the penalty area or sorry and the, the penalty spot no matter who he is he's got to be able to pick his spot and head that into the corner and I mean Buendia didn't it was fantastic to see he was brilliant um Carson White has just mentioned there as well seven years since a win versus Leicester at Villa Park the first time we've beaten Brendan Rodgers ever at Villa Park Brendan Rodgers had never lost at Villa Park uh, as a manager before I think that's what they said on Sky fantastic stuff brilliant what a win. What a bloody win. 4.30. There was a stat going around during the week as well. Aston Villa had lost the most amount of games on a Sunday. We're changing that stat as well, hopefully. Slowly but surely, we're going to change that stat. And, you know, 
that's a good win today. That's a really good win against Leicester team. Leicester team will be down in there, look, you know, questioning a couple of things, looking for that spark. Jamie Vardy came on, might have had. Uh, I don't know. I can actually, I'm going to, I'm going to check right now and see how many touches Jamie Vardy had, but I don't know. Did he have many? Jamie Vardy had one touch of the ball when he came on one touch of the ball. Uh, just for anyone wondering, I'm, I'm, I'm using uh, this wonderful application uh, who scored. Uh, look at all the touches. It's lit up like a blue and blue and uh, orange Christmas tree. But uh, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Jamie Vardy had, had one touch. Uh, throughout the course of the game uh, Aston Villa's touch map we can see it here it's fantastic it's all around the field last season just for a bit of um, uh, I, I suppose a small little bit um, uh, of how will I put it um, context I suppose last season when we had Jack Grealish in the field obviously all the, the touch map was Heavily, heavily littered to the left hand side. We can see that while we do attack down the left hand side a small bit more, or a small bit more than the right hand side, um, we do have uh, uh, it is a bit more um, spread out across the field. A um, couple of things I wanted to talk about today uh, in the game, and we're going to get your comments then afterwards. You know, and I'm missing the interviews. I I, I just got too excited and I wanted to pop on here because. Um, uh, there was 21 frees, 21, 21, 22 frees uh, for uh, Leicester giving away 22 frees before there was a yellow card for a Leicester player. And it was a yellow card for an absolutely stupid foul from James Madison, who, to be honest with you, played okay today, but showed his limitations in the middle of the field. Um, Villa didn't have it all their own way. The first half, Villa were getting ripped a new one up by Harvey Barnes down, the, down the, the left wing. They made adjustments. This is the second time. This is the second time in in the space of a week that will have made adjustments at halftime that have gone at some way to neutralizing the other team's attack and giving us a better platform for us to attack on that is huge that is like that's where games are won and lost it's it's all specifically when you don't have somebody like a cristiano ronaldo or kevin de bruyne or a you know a world beater player on the field when you don't have that and when the sum of the collective is better than the is is better than the individuals in the field, you need to be able to make those adjustments. And it's the second time that they've done that. They, they protected Matty Cash a small bit more in the second half. They gave him a small bit more. John McGinn did Trojan work in the second half, and it did a lot of work in the first half. But it was different. The 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 the, the midfield structure, and I can't wait to look at it. I can't wait to look back at it. I don't know what the difference was, but you just saw him popping up a bit more. Ramsey was filtering back a small bit more. You know, all these little things matter. And and that's why I wanted to come on more so than anything else. We made adjustments. We changed them. We attacked them specifically at their weak point. How many times before have we seen Aston Villa attacked at their weak point and teams getting joy from that soft underbelly, wherever it's identified? Villa went for them in the set piece and our two goals came from set pieces. That's massive progress that is massive progress and that's what you need to do that's what game planning really is and i love that i really really love that um love to see that albeit we created loads of chances um in, from open play as well and that's something i'm going to be i'm going to be critical of ali Watkins from that point ran his socks off played brilliantly the whole other play was pretty good 
But my God, we he needs to get better at those one to ones and those clinical finishes. Like it was a bit of nail biter at the end. Where are we going to hang on to the two one? We should have been five one up at that stage. Jacob Ramsey's goal that was chalked off because of Michael Oliver. I'm not going to go into too much of Michael Oliver. We're going to save that for the for the reaction pod with Paddy. Um, Jacob Ramsey's ball that was squared to him and he was on the penalty area and he skied it. Uh, Watkins had two one on one chances. Need to be better at those. Just need to be better at those. You know, they're going to be the difference. Casper Spreichel is a good goalkeeper, but both of those could have been scored. They were both straight at him. That's my only criticism. That's 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 my criticism of the attacking intent. Bundia was magnificent today. Bundia's short little wall touch passes are super, really, really super. And Martin is a save. Wow, what a save to dig that out from under the bar from that header from Harvey Barnes, I think it was. Just a really, really good performance. Tyrone Mings, Imperious at the back. Pats and Daka started get was running in behind them. They made a change. They made they made a change where um where uh, Ming, Ming started to I'm not going to say he, he went into the sweeper role but Ming started to play a small a bit deeper made that nice change Pat Sandaka didn't get many many runs in behind him Kanza was very good obviously he got his two goals but in open play he was really good marvellous Nakamba Ty Bracey said it marvellous Nakamba couldn't be happier for him six weeks ago he was on the fringes and we spoke about it in the in the pre-match game maybe he's going to be sold to Newcastle maybe he's going to be sold to Munch and Gladbach now he's pivotal player, you know, player of the month candidate at the moment. Just fantastic. Just fantastic, you know, from the camp today. Fantastic from our midfield four or five, whatever way you want to look at it. Ashley Young, our, our fullbacks were, were our weakest uh, weakest uh, position today. Top Matty Cash in defense and positioning in the first half was so-so. Thought Ashley Young just gives me angst in the fullback position, but that's my problem, my fault as opposed to him playing badly. I just... Not comfortable with it, and that's something I got to live with. <laughs> but really, really great stuff, you know. I, I, I thought there was, and, and yes, this is coming. Like I'm sure when I look back at it, there's going to be a lot more kind of criticisms that you'll find. But you know, games aren't always perfect. Games aren't perfect. Our structure in the first half was non-existent, but we got something done, and we could have gone in at two-one. You know, we were winning ugly, or we were drawing ugly, and the first goal we conceded was just really bad defending. Um, really bad defending. But the positive is we finished stronger than them. Yes, they were playing their fourth game in something like eight in 10 days or something crazy like that, or third game in eight days or something. But still, we can only play what's in front of us, and we went to be beat a Leicester team that's finished fifth the last two years in a row. That is good. That is progress, and I, 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 I liked what I saw from Aston Villa there today. I really did. Um Good to see some substitutions come on. Sanson came on. Kenny Chukmweke came on and played really well, I thought. I thought he got on the ball. I thought he looked for the ball. I thought they trusted him an awful lot to play in that 10 position, which is really good. We brought on Axel Tuanzebi in a, in a stopper. I don't know that we got three at the back. I'm loath to mention it because it's not exactly something that people like to hear. But I I, I don't know, did we? He, he looked to slot back into that into that center half role a small little bit um, at times. But he played well. He only had one touch of the ball, but he did what he needed to do. And he was probably brought on to marshal Fardy's pace, you know, because they went with not really two up top, but they took off uh, Adamola Adam, Adam Lookman, who, by the way, had like something like seven fouls in the game. It wasn't booked. <sighs> right. Before I get on to that, it's, uh, let's take a little look at... Um, at, at some of your comments there before we finish up. Uh, John Bambury says it could have been six in the second half. I, I, I genuinely believe it could have been at least four or five. 
you know, we played some really good stuff and we got into really good areas and we caught them on the break brilliantly. Really, really liked it. Uh, Cloudy says, uh, get in there, lads. Great result up the villa. Alex uh, says, I had a feeling about tonight. Cracking game, but honestly, we could have been out of sight by the end. Shocking refereeing performance again. Ah, well, up the villa. I 100% agree with that. And there we go again. Carson said, seven years since la- since our last win versus... Um, Versus uh, Leicester. Up the villa, you beautiful man. I don't know my beautiful man, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I'm getting two hours of sleep for the last last five weeks. So, yeah, I can't claim to be beautiful. Maybe it's my, my ego that's fragile, but my, uh, my body is tired and broken um, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I think there was better odds for Kanza ending up in a brace than getting one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, the set pieces have improved. You can see they're actually working on new stuff in training. And that's a really interesting one because if my mind doesn't mistake, isn't mistaken, against Man City, or maybe it might have been against, been against Crystal Palace, look how we set up from corners. We did some really strange things, like having two pods of players, one at the front post, one at the back post. And... We left a big corridor up the middle of the uh, up the middle, so we're trying different things in set pieces, kind of like we were at the start of the season. We were doing this at the start of the season as well. But um, Douglas Louise taking corners as well is another uh, and is he, his corners are a bit flatter and they're a bit um, they're less loopy, if that makes sense. That's the technical term I think I'm going to call it loopy than uh, than than corners we've seen. But uh, no, fair play to. To, to, to him he's play, playing really well um, Andrew says McGinn was in beast mode if Leicester were armed with shotguns he still wouldn't go down yeah and you could see that at the very end he absolutely hassled the living daylights of Ndidi won the ball back got down the line Sancho went to push him out over, over the end line didn't go down kept on playing got around Schmeichel and went to put it in the back of the net albeit he gave away a foul about 8 seconds previous to that um, Sam Bentley says if Southgate doesn't give Kanza the call up now yeah, um, he was sitting beside Perslow, so you never know. Someone's going to give him a call up. It's either going to be him, or it's going, it's going, to, going to be Southgate, or it's going to be. But then again, look, with regards to the English team, there isn't another game until till March. We know, we know, <laughs> we know Southgate picks players on form. Um, so a lot, a lot, a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and March, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Villa 3-1, you love to see it? Did I miss a goal? Oh, you're talking about the Ramsey goal. Yeah, that was a ridiculous thing. That was ridiculous. I'm going to save all my reaction to that for for, for the next podcast. Um, this is right. Rob, I agree with this. Professional but wasteful performance. Kanza brilliant. Uh, or Nikamba brilliant. Kanza Gomes. It was a very wasteful performance from Aston Villa. And how often do we say that? Maybe not often enough because we don't we haven't been creating chances at the start of the season, but now we're creating chances. I'd love to know what our what our XG was. And you know me, I'm not a massive believer in that being the be all and end all, but it is definitely a marker, you know, that we can that that, that you can look for, look at. Um where are we looking for? Um our XG was 2.21. I think that's good. That's good, considering theirs was 0.94. So I suppose, realistically speaking, the um, it, it evened out. But Kanza's goal in the 54th minute from the corner only had an XG of 0.12. So no one expected him to score. Like, historically, he doesn't score a goal. Uh, uh, it's difficult to score a goal from there. 
Um, and yeah, so it's it, Harvey Barnes one was zero point zero six. So historically, it's really difficult to score a goal that Harvey Barnes did. But um, once again, we'll talk about that in the in the post game. I want to watch that back again. So we'll be doing a post game maybe tomorrow the day after. It's just me ranting about my feelings at this moment in time. This is my therapy session. Um, <laughs> the Campbell superb Michael Oliver isn't absolutely. Uh, and O'Grady says, where's the baby? We want the baby. Well, the reason I'm allowed out here is because the baby is inside being fed at the moment. So that's why I'm out here. Otherwise, I would be in my sitting room. Um, uh, where else are we? So Pete says, uh, Peter, even, I feel so, I know a guy called Pete Smith. That's why I said, Pete, I'm sure you won't mind me calling me Pete. Won't mind me calling you Pete. Uh, I feel so much more confident than 2-1. I was sure we would hold on with Jared. I'm excited for even this season now if we could get to 21 points by halfway we would we would have a chance still uh 25 points well we're on 19 at the moment so that's six points considering we've burnley and norwich and uh burnley and norwich left to come i would be expecting at least you, you kind of have to go into that expecting you know points at least three points from that so yeah i think we could get to 25 by halfway for sure um for sure uh, Carson says if Bundia Chapman's his first touch, touch a little bit more and release the ball quicker, he could be a player. Looks like looks a guy with lovely skill and technical ability. Yeah, he's small of stature, you know, so I can imagine that's you know that that's exactly where he wants to be and what he wants to be as well. Um, it, Mike Warnbold says officiating in this league is shocking. Getting an independent regulator just for them, it's been asked for, it's been called for, it's been wanted. Um, Welch Woody says, Marvellous Nakamba, what a wonderful name. Marvellous Nakamba, what a wonderful player. <laughs> we need to get a song for our Makaleli. He's turning into Makaleli at the moment, isn't he, the way he's playing? Um, Andrew says, Refereeing injustices will be ex an excuse under Dino. Stephen, no excuses. Villa win anyway. Well, yeah, well, I think they only become excuses if you don't win. Any we don't win. And I'm sure we will have instances whereby we won't win and referees will be dire and Stephen Jarrett won't spare them in the in the post-match. So it's a bit more bit of chicken and egg, I think, with that one. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And Garrett, absolutely. I was doing the foul counter on Twitter. Villa, eight fouls, one yellow card. Leicester, 25 fouls committed, one yellow card. Give me strength. Um, ba -ba 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 -bum. There's so many comments here, guys. There's so many comments here. Um, I'm after losing it there. <laughs> Soonest is so anti-villa. Is, is Graham Soonest talking about penalties? The the Dewsbury Hall should have got a penalty after he dived? Is that what he's talking about? Is that what Soonest is talking about? That man. That man is full of bluster, isn't he? Fake hard man, Graham Souness. Fake hard man, just like, yeah. Anyway, won't get into it. Uh, 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 yeah, Souness is salt in Villa. Oh, poor Souness. Poor, poor Souness. Oh, um, right, guys. I think that's what that's going to do because I don't want to exactly go um go for all in and and, and Graham Souness. He isn't here to defend himself. I think it's only fair. He still has nightmares over over uh, Eamon Dunphy. All you got to do is search Eamon Dunphy, Graham Souness on YouTube and you'll understand why um, Souness couldn't hack it in RTE. And now he's there inside there in the comfort of the of, of the Sky Sports uh, studio. So fair play to him. Um, I'd love that gig as well. And uh, good player. And um, I wish him all the best in the future.
Mr. Gray Sunes. Anyway, you can't take away our win. Uh, we won 2-1 against Leicester City. We're onwards and upwards, 10th in the league, 19 points, and that's a brilliant Sunday for me, for you, and for everybody. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys go. Um, thanks so much, as I say always, for popping on. And uh, yeah, it's fun when we win. All that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.